0: Hey, it's the RU Review episode number two, and on the line is Jersey sportscaster, two-time sport New Jersey Sportscaster of the Year. Correct, Matt? Correct me if that that's not yeah. once but twice. It's Matt yeah. Lachlan, returning to the show. And I'm uh, Matt. How's it going?
1: Uh, everything is great. Uh, excited for the Rutgers football season to mm-hmm. see what it has in store for all of us. Uh, off to a great start with the win on Sunday at Northwestern and. Uh, right around the corner for me personally is the start of the hockey season, yeah. so that's cool. Very and good. And so good time.
0: Real yes, good time. and a, a solid, solid start for Rutgers in Piscataway. Uh 24-7 win over Northwestern. Uh, I thought uh, Gavin Wimsat looked very good. Uh, he looked uh, confident, uh, calm, poised. Uh, You know, it wasn't gaudy numbers by any means. You know, 17 to 29, 163 yards. He threw a TD. Uh, He ran for a touchdown, had 33 yards uh, rushing. Uh, Again, about uh, 199 yards all purpose. And I I thought a solid performance uh, for him to to start the season, Matt.
1: Yeah, it was exactly what they had hoped to see, some growth. Um, You know, there are still things that kind of, Worry you. He's better at his accuracy, but uh, I think that can still be better. Mm -hmm. That being said, look, they controlled the game from start to finish. Uh, There were the long drives that just took the life out of Northwestern on the first two drives of the game. And that's when the game ended. I mean, at that point, you could just tell there was nothing that was going to happen uh, from a positive standpoint for Northwestern. And from a Rutgers standpoint, everything went well. The defense didn't have to uh, play 40 minutes. Uh, the offense put some points on the board and the only negative, it would have been nice to have seen that first big 10 shutout for the Scarlet Knights. So a very good way to start. Uh, now let's see now they they were playing what we will find out will be the worst team in the big 10 unquestionably.
0: Oh, uh, there's uh, no question. I mean, Northwestern really didn't have a difference maker on either side of the ball there. I mean, they had a hell of an off season, right? With all this hazing, losing their coach, uh, interim coach coming in. They lost a few players and yeah, they came limping into. And they weren't good game. last year. No, no. So, uh, they lost
1: nine in a row, yeah. 10 in a row, goal back Yeah, year. So, so uh, uh, yeah, but it's a Big Ten win and it's something that Rutgers never should take lightly, at least in the age of its position.
0: The way I looked at it is that holding could be a disaster because they, they were absolutely expected to win. They came in with uh, almost a touchdown. Um, Favorite there, and uh, you know they uh, they played very well. Now here also at the beginning, you know, no Sam Brown, no Aaron Young. I'm like, okay, here we go. And I will say, if there is a concern there on the offensive end, and and I agree with you on on Sat, there was probably some, there was probably a couple uh, up, um, open receivers that he missed. I mean, we're up there high, and you know the forty yard line, so we see all this, right? Easy for us to go, hey, he missed that receiver, but you know what? He didn't turn the ball over, and he and he he played he played smart. Football, and so you you cannot complain. There's
1: really no complaint, right? Uh, It it, it wasn't a first team all big 10 performance, right?
0: But it was exactly
1: what Rutgers wanted, exactly maturity, showed improvement, and led the team to a victory.
0: Yeah, but they couldn't run the ball at all. Now, maybe Northwestern, maybe one of the strengths of Northwestern's, maybe they're pretty tough up front there, they're tough, you know, front six there or seven. Um, they couldn't open up a hole. And this is kind of what reminded us from last year. So how is this offensive line? They actually did a pretty good job protecting Wimsat. Uh, no one really got to them. But again, that's because they don't know that they, they didn't really have any rushers, ball rushers on the, on the other side for, for Northwestern. Uh, but hey, look, let's give them credit for protecting Wimsat. But they did not open up any holes, Matt. I mean, it was 2.8 um, average and this is against Northwestern probably one of the well one of the worst, the worst forget it big 10 team which will likely be the case as you said but i mean come on i mean that was a, a bit of a concern now no sam brown no aaron young what they had at uh, jashan benjamin i've never seen him before um he he had a hard time getting yards and uh, Kyle guy had a couple of decent runs, a couple decent plays. Changed his number too. I'm like, who's number five? And I'm like, what, is that Manungai? He was 23 last year, so I was a little confused with that. But he um, he looked good. He had, a, he had a touchdown run where he slashed and uh, made a player miss. And and uh, you know, so he's these that slasher type player. You know, you get Sam Brown back. You got to believe that he can. I mean, he's listed at 225. I was saying in the show last week he's over 230. He looks more like 230 to me, but who knows? I mean, we got to see him on the field because he's a guy. He's a difference maker, and uh, they really need to get him back. And uh, Aaron Young, go ahead.
1: No, 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 you're right. Uh, He can be a difference maker, and he could have gone, as uh, Shiano said, in a pinch, which means he's close. We'll see if that means he's on the field Saturday night against Temple. Uh, the depth of the running back position is key. They were able to do it without their top two guys Mm -hmm. or two of their top guys at any rate. Uh, And you're right. I mean, it it wasn't like uh, they were ripping off 20 yards at a clip. It was less than three yards on average, but it was, it was perfect. It was time consuming. The drives were great. It, 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 there's, there's no complaints. You don't throw that one back at all. You do try to improve. It's basically, you know, there's a lot of new faces on that offensive line. So they'll have to gel, but they've got some time to do it. Uh, Temple, We'll see what Temple does this week better offensively than they were last year, not as good defensively as they were good last year. So that should bode well for Rutgers in terms of the offensive line being able to continue to come together.
0: Yeah, and uh, just on this past uh, Sunday, it was a Sunday uh, game, which was kind of cool. The defense played very well and you know it reminded me a little bit of the old Shiano's uh, old big east teams i mean they, they were flying all over the field and um look five sacks two interceptions um you know ben bryant uh, northwestern quarterback had a had a hard time you know getting complete the pass getting uh you know you know he's got sacked a few times as i said and so i uh, he was uh, he was getting uh, pressured the entire game they really did a uh, a great job. Time and possession also is really important because we talked about this. So, the, you know, they, they they weren't gassed. They went the three and outs. Uh, you know, Rutgers had some sustained drives, so they were they were fresh. It's good to see Torre back. He was kind of flying all over the field. Deion Jennings as well. And then picks, pick each for uh, Loggerbeam and Melton, those two corners that are that are solid. Now, getting to Temple, Matt, I mean, they struggled against Akron uh they did what they had to do though uh they uh they shut them down in the second half they went in they were down 2110 at half they uh um and then they shut them down in the second half 124 21. so yeah they struggled with them but they they did what they needed to do and won the game uh EJ Warner is a experienced pretty good quarterback so he's gonna complete passes Matt he's you know he's through for 292 again this is Akron I get it Akron Am i saying it right but he had two yeah Akron and coming from behind too yeah two second um two second half touchdown passes so he's gonna complete some passes uh and uh I think I think think it'll be a better show offensively temple versus northwestern who just really couldn't do anything but again this ruckers give give credit to ruckers defense they were very good um i think we'd need to see a little bit more from the offense in terms certainly the running game want to get that going um Rutgers, uh, temple's defense looked good in the second half um again they got down uh early so i don't know um how good that defense is yet I I I, says, I, sh- I think we can expect um, maybe the offense to step it up and certainly the running game to step it up. I think it's really important. And that is, let's see what's going on with Sam Brown. Like you did say, Matt, that Shiano did say that he could have go, gone in a pinch. So that means, okay, maybe he's ready. And, and let's hope so. Because, you know, like last year he had the kind of lingering injury with Vedral all season with his hand. Is it healthy? Is it not? And, you know, we just hope that you know that knee is ready to go, for Sam Brown, because you know, listen, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna jump on his back. They're gonna put a lot on him, um, especially with the kind of player that he is. And he's, and again, as I said earlier, he, he's very important. And uh, hopefully, he comes back uh, Saturday night, and, uh, and that's kind of neat—the Saturday night game, right? Uh, excited about that. Seven thirty kickoff at Shi Stadium. So, haven't yeah, had a night game in black-
1: a while. Yeah, they got the blackout going. Yeah. So- that should be good. They drew well on Sunday. um, So I suppose they'll do better this Saturday because a, it's not a Sunday. It's not a holiday weekend, et cetera, et cetera. So I think they'll do better in, in the draw and we'll see, see what they wind up having to do. Now, you know, temple is better offensively than last year was 16, 14 Rutgers barely won,
0: barely got back
1: 16, 14 final. The temple defense was better. Rutgers offense was not as good uh, this year, I think, as I said, Rutgers offense is better. Temple's offense, though, is better. Um, and Warner, as you mentioned, got some experience and he's got guys to throw to. And this week, Ian Stewart is expected to return. Uh, he transferred from Michigan State last year, missed most of the second half of the season, missed their open against Akron. But he's mm-hmm. a big kid, 6'3", mm-hmm. 215 right. pounds. Then they've got an Transfer from Colorado State, Dante Wright, who's Mm -hmm. kind of the burner, short but fast. Uh, He had a decent game against Akron. So they've got, and they got a running back, Edward uh, Sadie. Edward Sadie,
0: yeah, Uh, who didn't do much against Akron. I mean, they were their running game struggled against Akron here. So,
1: well, they had a throw. Yeah, yeah, they had a throw in the second half when you're down right twenty-one-seven. You better start throwing the ball, so that skews the numbers a little bit. But yeah, there's no excuse to get off to a bad start at home in your opener. But, you know, that was the case. And Dan Drayton lit, lit into them at halftime and, and, and responded. So And made some you know, adjustments. We yeah, we'll say.
0: Yeah. And so, yeah, so they made some adjustments and they, and they did what they had to do. So you got to be mindful that, you know, again, let go back to E.J. Warner. He came out and, you know, threw two touchdown passes in the second half, uh, threw a lot, but uh, got the job done. And so he's a guy who can get the ball downfield. You know, his uh, his father sure as hell was a good player. So, um, but that but that
1: plays into Rutgers' strength, right? Because they're running back, they're defensive backs, yeah, and their linebackers are a strength. So we'll see. It's 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 a matchup of strengths, really. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rutgers' defense against Temple's offense. Uh, I, I think the only concern from Rutgers' standpoint is. You come off that big win, you have one less day. I know it's crazy, right? It's one less day to prepare. We'll see what the health is like. Thank God the Big Ten is announcing availabilities now. So uh, all schools have to at least release that information two hours before kickoff. But at any rate, we'll see whether or not uh, Young or Brown return to the lineup. I think Brown likely to. Um but yeah. it sets up for a fun game, but a critical game for Rutgers, right? I mean, this this is a big year yeah. for Shiano. Mm-hmm. It was his fourth year in his second go-round, and I think his reasons for the poor results are legit. Rutgers, and I said it many times in this forum, Rutgers fans don't really know, nor should they accept in some regards, I understand that, how far behind they are, in their brother. Now they've made steps to catch up both in recruiting, uh in facilities, money to coaches, so on and so forth. But they're still in the lower half of the Big 10 in terms of money spent on football. So that translates not always to success, but it certainly goes a long way to that. So I think Schiano's had reasons, there have been injuries, he hasn't been able to get those guys but this is a year now where this it's your fourth year. It's your third recruiting class. I know you took over late that first year for Ash, You know, came in late and didn't really have a recruiting class. But now you've had some recruiting classes, and these are more your guys than Ash's guys. And you, you want to start seeing some results. So even though he's well-regarded, rightfully so, and is well-secure in his job, and rightfully so, it won't take long before the sands start to shift a little bit under his feet. So this is a really big game. You you really can't lose this. Yeah.
0: And listen, like against, you know, what we were talking about last week with Bob and I was the, you know, they're better players now. And, um, and Rutgers had better players than Northwestern. We know, again, we know how bad Northwestern was last year and then a hell of an off season. So you'd obviously uh, that, that would be the case. Uh, And I think in this temple game, as well, they just have better players. And here's the thing, and we've talked about this. They can't slip up. If they want a bowl bid, they've got to absolutely execute and win the games that they can win because you just got that gauntlet every year. And, you know, it's um it's just gonna be, you know, really hard to be competitive against the top, top guys in, in teams in the in the Big Ten. And then you circle the games like Michigan State, right? And you circle the games, certainly Maryland. And I don't know you, but got to they got to go to Iowa this year. So they're you know they're at a conference Wisconsin and Iowa in the Big Ten. I mean, come on. So and then you got you go to Indiana. These are games that you absolutely um, have to show up for and and win if if there's any chance uh for a bowl and uh we'll see that but it starts uh saturday night with temple this game you just have to have remember last year they were in a similar uh, situation where it's like now uh, we saw how it worked out last year but they were they struggled mightily at the link against temple Everybody will pull out a 16-14 win boy but it was not pretty um now what they opened up uh, what nine point Um, favorites, I think it's come down a little bit, meaning that some folks are thinking that, right, it's going to be closer. Um, but, uh, uh, this is a, yeah, it's an, it's a really important game. And, uh, I think there'll be a good turnout. I want to say, um, for Northwestern, uh, and I was saying in the podcast, I was saying, uh, a half to, A third full. I meant a half to two thirds full That's what I meant. And that's pretty much what uh, I think we kind of Bob and I were like, Okay, I think they're high. This is high 30s, maybe 40,000. Now, I know paid Matt was probably over 50 and that's what they go by. Uh, Now, here's a nice thing. Student section filled and it was hot, man. I mean, down on the field, I think what what uh, Shiana said is probably over 100 degrees. I mean, up in the stands on those silver bleachers, man, it was hot. It's a little breeze coming in. So a lot of people took off in the second half and the game was far from over. It was 17-0 at halftime. So it was far from done. But um, but they, uh, uh, you know, the, uh, the students definitely showed up. I, and I would say there's probably about 40,000 people in the stadium which was pretty good for a Sunday of Labor Day weekend um you know with the you know the beach still calling and you know you know people showed up which which was good and uh and again uh a solid solid performance let's see if they can follow that up now against a team that can can do some damage you know good pretty good quarterback and some skill positions as we just said so um we'll see if they can um See if they can keep it going. Uh, do you, um, Matt, do you um, think that this is a bowl team? We were talking last week. I don't know if you listened to, this, to the show, but. Uh, I did. I did listen to the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, is um, it? A- I'm not sure. Yeah.
1: I'm not sure. I, I, there's much to prove for Rutgers. Uh, there's nothing in their immediate past or, you know, even in their last 10 years to suggest that this is a bowl <laughs> team of a, a bowl program. I mean, they got in the one year because uh, who was it? Texas tech or whoever backed out and Rutgers was available with their five wins uh, and had the high graduation rate, which I, I, we shouldn't put down. I mean, that's an no. important component of what they do at Rutgers, but the fact of the matter is it was a bowl game, but it really wasn't an earned situation. So uh, no, I, I, I don't know what they are. I, I don't know what Gavin WIMSAT said is, I don't know what the offensive line will be like, have great faith in the defense, uh, special teams, you know, I'm not sure, uh, the, the Patel kid missed a short field goal. He's just a freshman. So, uh, he missed a short field goal at the end of the first half. Uh, mm. you know, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. I, it, it, it's going to be, they're going to be judged not on the Michigan and Ohio state games. We know that. And that's a terrible record to continue to play. Oh, you can't beat Penn state, Michigan, Ohio state. We know the Michigan upset a few years ago, Uh, but generally those teams are going to win those games. Well, that narrative will have to change at some point. It won't change this year, but they've got to be able to beat the Indianas. As we mentioned, Uh, they, well, it was the end of the year and they were banged up. Maryland just destroyed them last year. But those are the games, and this is one of the games. This this you have to just show that you are a Big Ten team Mm -hmm. playing a bottom dweller in the AAC, although Rutgers is probably near the bottom in the Big Ten still, uh, but you still should be able to beat Temple. It doesn't have to be a thrashing. They don't have to win going away 35-7, but you would hope they're not scoring on the last drive in the last seconds to eke out a victory. A comfortable win like last Sunday will go a long way to building some faith in this team but more importantly within this team.
0: Yeah, and let's be honest, you know, their their schedule is tough. I mean, so you you have okay, you're out of a conference, you have to go to Camp Randall, okay, to play Wisconsin, and then you got to go to Kinnick and play Iowa. I mean that's a that's a tough draw. It really is. Well, they
1: gave you Northwestern too.
0: Yeah, and and you got Indiana as well. So yeah, so there um, you go. Right. So but um, but too tough. You know, and you know you're not getting them home. You're you're going there. Those are just going to be. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a tough draw. Which is why I say you know you want to see improvement. But I don't think Shano has to go to a bowl this year or two, or, or the seat gets hot. Or I just I, I mean you want to see. I don't know if you agree with that or not. I just think that you want to see improvement, but any slip up against, uh, you know, and again, you're going to you got to you got to circle Michigan State and you got to circle Maryland that you both have at home. And if you kind of step up and get into a bowl, these are the games and Virginia Tech, for that matter, you know, because they're going to I mean, they've been struggled um, with their new coach, who's assistant at Penn State. Right. I mean, they haven't been great, but they're still going to be solid. It's going to be a, it's a solid pretty solid middle level ACC think, team. God.
1: Hey, I don't think that Shiano has to worry about his job. I think he's got an awful lot of support, but let's be honest. After a while, you've got to walk the walk a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I know he's preached patience and keep chopping and all that sort of stuff. And he's right. That's the only way they're going to be able to, uh, to to improve. is on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis. They, were so far behind the curve that it was <laughs> they were they were lap, they were laps they had to make up just to get on on the same lap as the leaders. So I get that, but at some point you can't keep saying, "Well, I need more, I need more." We're getting better. Have patience. Well, after a while, patience runs thin. But I don't think, barring a complete collapse this year, I don't think he has to worry at all about his job. But it would be another year without a bowl, and another year of okay. And it's mm-hmm. about you know they might not make a bowl game, but it depends, I guess, on how they play. Let's say they win five games. Mm-hmm. Well, that means you know they they're going to beat Temple and they're going to beat Wagner and they'll beat tech. Know, Virginia Tech, right? Uh, so they're they're in a spot where they'll get four of their five wins out of the conference, so they're only going to win one other conference game aside from Northwestern, it kind of makes you go, well, all right, what the heck? But if they were close games, well-played games, and, and you could see Wimsat's development, you could see that the depth is starting to show, which is critical for success in the Big Ten, then I think that there'll be a different feel to the season, as opposed to Wow, we got waxed by Indiana 35 3. Wisconsin ran roughshod over us, you know, 28 6. Uh, Wimsat threw 12 interceptions in four games. You know, that type of deal, people will be scratching their head and go, okay. And let me just also say this I don't know who's better out there um he is rutgers he embodies rutgers he embodies what this state is about he gets new jersey he's been able to recruit up and down the coasts he fully understands the work that needs to be done and by all reports he is a hard worker he's not going out to the steakhouse uh you know every Monday through Thursday, enjoying the fruits of his labor. He is in the office, he's working, he's recruiting. So I don't know that Rutgers does better until or unless they become better and a more attractive position, because otherwise you get, you know, uh, an Ash-type situation, which looked good, and it just was a disaster. It sure so, was. Yeah, I, I think there's some pressure on him, but I don't think there's any there's any real danger uh, unless this year's... An, unmitigated uh, disaster.
0: Well, you know, look, they looked good on Sunday and we got to, we got so yeah. let, let's run with that. Now, as I was saying, you know, that, you know, when I'm up there in my section, same seats I've had for years and I was thinking, wow, they, they look like that old big East teams, that way that defense was flying around the field. But of course now it's the big 10 it's, it's a much bigger test and it was quite a test in the big East for rockers back in the day. They did. He did get some ball. He did get some bowl teams and they went in and won their bowls, too. So there was time. and You know, Devin McCourty was there, too. It was great to see some of the stars come back Um, and, uh, you know, Coach Peichel was there and all that firing up the crowd. It was it was it was a it was a it was a great Sunday afternoon for sure. Let's hope it's going to be a nice uh, Saturday night uh, in Piscataway as well. So uh, we'll leave it there. Uh, Temple, uh, Rutgers, 730 at SHI Stadium. We're fired up for that. I'm Steve Titchener. We're here with Matt Laughlin. Uh Check out our site, moresportsnow.com. Also, uh, you know, go on Spotify. Uh, we're on uh, SoundCloud. Also, you know, iTunes, Stitcher. Uh, check out uh, uh, our podcast. And uh, we'll catch you all next week. Bye-bye.